You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Welcome to another episode on Your Dose of Death Podcast. As always, I'm Lauren. Uh, Mike is kind of away for the moment. Um, he will be back very soon. We'll get an episode out with him cracking soon. And I know we didn't get an episode out last week. Sorry for the delay. Just scheduling happens. We roll with the punches here at Your Dose of Death Podcast. But I am joined by someone who is an esteemed friend of mine, someone who is a commentator extraordinaire, someone who I've had the great pleasure of getting to know the last year. Um, one of the great voices in the world of deathmatch wrestling. I am joined by none other than my good friend Peapod. Yes, that's right. You, you put me, you put me you put me over way too hard. Way I too put good. over I, I put over I put over everyone way too hard. Damn, everyone damn brother, shit about. damn brother. You want to take me out to dinner first before you do yeah, this? Come on. Yeah, man. exactly, exactly. I was gonna say. Damn. We'll, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that in, in March. <laughs> you're, gonna talk, you're gonna talk about? Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, we'll talk about that on March. <laughs> I'm down, but yeah, no, I, I, it's, it's great to talk to you, Lauren, and I'm very excited to be a part of your dose of death this episode. And you know, I love all the work you do uh, uh, that you guys do, and uh, I'm, I'm very excited to uh, kick off uh, the 2024 season. You were telling me before we started that like I, you're trying to get like what 20 interviews, 20 this interviews this year, and you are number two. Number two, you got my commentary partner is number one, Mr. Yes. John Bullard. Yes, Mr. John Bullard, and I mean, he gave, he, I wanted to say before we get into you, thank you to everyone who listened to that episode, by the way, really fun to work with John, um, has a great mind for wrestling. He's a good brother. He's a good, good brother, really good brother, but with you, Pod, I want to start off with your history in the wrestling business, and um, how you got into it, and what brought you to RPW, so you can you can start wherever you want. I uh, I am a former radio personality out of Toledo, Ohio. Uh, I was in the radio industry for about 11 years. Um, ironically, the first time I met Chris uh, with RPW is he I actually brought him on to my radio morning show. Uh, I was on a, I was the radio um, uh, uh, morning host on an alternative rock station here in Toledo, Ohio. And he was telling me about his very first show under Ruthless Pro Wrestling happening March of 2020. We know what happened after that. <laughs> um, but then uh, actually in April of 2021, I had the decision to leave the radio industry. Uh, I got to kind of hit a ceiling. I kind of hit a point in my in my professional life there that it was not no longer going uh, to benefit me. So uh, at the time uh, on my way out, uh, a uh, my uh, my good friend and I miss him terribly, but uh, uh, former RPW commentator, Tony Schiavone, yeah. uh, uh, reached out to me and he's like, hey, uh, we would love your mind and your two cents and your marketing acumen on uh, uh, um, stuff for RPW. And I reached out to Chris and I go, hey, um, you know, uh, I'd love to be a part of this. And and he's like, I can't really do much for you. I know we're just getting off the ground. And I'm like, I, I have a nine to five, man. I, I just like wrestling. I like what you're doing. I like to support good homies doing things. And I've always been a big supporter of like the art scene here and the music scene here. And I've done a lot of projects with that. And I always love to give people a stage for what they uh like, you know, stuff in Toledo, Ohio. 
I've always been a big uh, purveyor of that and a big supporter of that. So he's like, I'd love to bring you on. And I've, I've, I joined on my very first commentary gig, which was uh, RPW Slam Demic Part Two. Oh, yeah. uh, and then, and then from there, I've, I've just been on every show ever since. Uh, and I've got to call some amazing action for RPW. And uh, this coming April will be the three years uh in wow. in in the biz quote unquote <laughs> um and it's still weird to me because i just i i i i get to meet people that i never thought i would meet i i would get experiences that i never thought i would ever um it's been a roller coaster ride i have so much more even more respect for pro wrestlers than i already already had in the past um and and now i'm 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 get to do some incredible moments and i'm very excited for Fantastic 2024 for RPW and and wherever else I, I I'm going to be ending up with because I'm trying to I'm trying to break out just a little bit more take a little bit more outside of the RPW sphere there it's always my home it's always going to be my number one um, but if something comes my way and somebody needs a, another voice for their product I'd be happy to 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 lend my uh, my vo- my vocal cords for it. Well. You heard it here first, yeah. Peapot trying, um, yes, yeah, so of course, RPW is number one, but you have such it will a, always be number one. Always, you have such always, a always, great always. Mind for wrestling now. I mean, even if you've only been in the business now near three years, like you've seen things, you hear things, like your voice does deserve to be elsewhere. I know, I think you were on Unsanctioned, you've been doing some stuff with Unsanctioned Pro recently as well. So, okay, so, so I, in a span of two weeks. So it was right around King of the Kill. Yes. I, I had an opportunity to do commentary for Flophouse's No Fucks Giving. Uh-huh. No Fucks Given um, with Nick Maniwa. Uh, oh, wow. Who's yeah. been, who's been legend. For, legend. Uh, like literally commentary uh, legend. Uh, and uh, that was a lot of fun. And he does some stuff around Section Pro. And he reached out uh, to their promoter, Derek. And yeah, he's I'm like, hey, I can't, make, here. I, can't, I can't make that show get peapod to do it and i'm like awesome and it was the day before king of the kill uh and i and i did i did counterfeit for them yes uh and then i did count uh king of the kill and then i was in the hospital for a week oh my god that's <laughs> right i see that and i'm like oh, no i i will come to find out come to find out i had uh, upwards to 50 gallstones in my gallbladder oh, yeah, I had to get your gallbladder removed. and oh. and that's when that's why i called myself the uh the commentator of the most stones in wrestling and that was a <laughs> it was a it was a it was, a, it was a double entendre yeah. stones like cojones like you're not afraid to call what it is but also because i physically had a lot of stones oh, in a body God. part and that's removed insane. my gallbladder and i was in i was in oh. the hospital for uh a week so that was a lot of fun but yeah and then i also i i for a hot minute i did part of a uh icw no holds barred show yes you uh, did uh i did nhb 45 yeah uh, it, w- it was really funny because like that weekend we were in jersey yes um your first uh, jersey show which correct correct crazy a year later going back to jersey oh, with oh rpw God, i'm so excited I'm, I'm gonna eat so much wawa i'm gonna i'm gonna eat so much wawa Stop tempting and, me i'm gonna eat the same thing and smoked meats and and, and this time i'll have my wife with me too so wawa pizza bro wawa pizza that's yeah. the secret that's the secret there they don't I, want I, you to know that all i know is i i fucked hard with those breakfast burritos because yes. the the venue, the place that we stayed. So the place we stayed in Jersey last year was like ten a ten minute walk, two minute drive from Wawa, and we what had almost every meal there. 
Okay, you weren't was, staying in the plum tree. No, that's right. No, we, were, we were in some Airbnb home. Uh, okay, okay. And, and it was also right across the street from like the diviest of dive bars that are ruled. <laughs> that's amazing. It was it was really cool. I'm I'm sad that we can't stay there this year. Uh, but we we found a we found a different place that was uh um because like I think that place was like 20 minutes from the venue yeah from the, the H2O center. This time the place we got to is like 10 minutes. So very Good excited for all that. Good to know. Um, but um, yeah, you're probably staying with us, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. As of yeah. now, I'm staying with y'all. Okay, yeah. So, uh, 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 um, I believe that. Yeah, I believe that was that was going on. But yeah, I, it's like ten minutes away from the venue, so it's 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 a red, it's a rad place. And my phone is blowing me up right now about what's going on. Anyway, anyway, uh, uh yeah. So I've I, I did NHB forty five, uh, and I and I called I called three matches for that. Yes, event. Like, you did. Struggles did struggles did it solo. I did the first, and then I did the next three matches, and then Stony Shivani finished yeah, off. Yeah, Stony, and he helped. Also. He helped call when Hoodfoot won the American Deathmatch cha- wow, Championship. That's crazy. I got to call. I got to call a Lufisto match, which was super rad for me because I was a big fan of Lufisto. Was that Lufisto Mickey? I was thinking yeah, it was no, it was Lufisto uh, Casey. Yes. Okay, it was Lufisto Casey because that was the match that she broke her nose. That's that right. Lufisto. One of those I, I I love both of those gals. They 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 hit hard. They worked hard. And then I called the Demanto, uh, 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 Tremont, uh, third boss versus match. boss, boss 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 match three, which is a lot of fun. And I, I and Matt Tremont's a freaking legend. And so calling his some of his matches and calling some of the people. I got I got I've called like Japanese legends, and it's just insane. Like it just it doesn't feel weird. It feels like some kind of fever dream when it, when you work wrestling. Um, just I all wanna, these wild times and opportunities. I want to take a sidebar real quick because I know sidebar. for since you mentioned struggles and um, literally one of the best people in the business. And I know if you have if you haven't seen the news for those of you listening or watching this, he is taking an indefinite break from most wrestling operations, other than eat his own promotion ETU. And yeah. I want to take the time here to kind of wish give him my best wishes. And um, I, I call him Sensei Struggles for a reason. And I think some of you are like, why does he call him Sensei? If there's a guy that has helped me out to where I am today, he is one of like the top three guys that have ever helped me out. And to Struggles, um, this message is for you. Thank you for everything. Thank you for being a good friend. Thank you for being just a good mentor. And take all the damn time you need. We will still be here for you when you get back. I want to take that sidebar for him. No, and and struggles and 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 doing commentary with struggles is a lot of fun. And I I would love to do more with struggles in whenever our paths cross again. Every time we've we done shows together, um, he was always super kind and super nice and easy to talk to and everything. And um, it is super rad. And you know, yeah, I've got to I've got to work with some fun people so far. Yeah. I can't wait to hopefully do do more this year and just you know have fun with it. That's 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 what my goal is. I'm just I'm just really grateful for the opportunities that have come my way and the and the brotherhood that I have formed um with with everybody within the R- RPW behind the scenes and the good wrestlers that I I've made connections with uh and, and everything throughout our shows and and just and you know work in different places and I'm very excited and we got Chicago coming up we got yes, New we Jersey do. coming up 
Uh, we got plenty of great action. We got, you know, our second King of the Kill coming up uh, in, in the summer. And I just, I'm very excited for all of it. Um, I do want to ask this question since you said you were in radio for a decade plus. Yes. What, what has it been like making that transition from radio to commentary? I mean, yeah, they're kind of similar in the same kind of thing. Like you're presenting something, but how's that transition been for you? Because I mean, you're someone who you're both, both those professions. You're behind the the mic, right? Yeah. But you're definitely telling different stories in a sense. So what has that transition been like for you? That's a very, that's a very, that's a very good question. Um, I, so I always joke that like radio trained me for wrestling, uh, <laughs> but um, the biggest thing uh, for both radio and, and wrestling has been ba- uh, a big balancing act of all of these things. You got to make sure you sound good. You want to make sure your energy is there, but not too overpowering that you're, you're taking away from stuff, but you're holding back enough that you, you still are interesting enough. Um, there, you got to make sure you, you, you weave everything in and out. You want to make sure you're in and out on stuff. Um, you know, there, you want to make sure you have everything. You you have your notes. I have I have notebooks right next to me, uh, off screen. Um, that that I I always have with me that I take notes. I you know I do my research beforehand. I did my research when I had like people on an interview. You know, it, it's it's a big balancing act, and especially when it comes to death matches, especially at least my style. Um, we we still want to make that that presentable broadcasting sports style because yes. pro wrestling is is a sports theater uh as i like to call it um and and you still want to we still want to present it even though the 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 people in the in these matches are hitting each other hitting each other with very questionable objects um you, i still want to present it as a legitimate thing so you know i i try to you know i try not to curse that much you know i try to make it still like a broadcasting style one of my favorite wrestling broadcasters is Ian Riccoboni from Ring of yes, Honor. I think, he's a, I think he's a great combination of fun personality, but uh, knows the story and he'll get you excited. Good commentary, in my opinion, is like curtains in a, in, on a house. If they're bad curtains, it's easily can be seen. They're terrible. Yes. But if it's good curtains, it just it just ties the room together. And that that's how I try to keep keep commentary. I want to keep you excited, but I'm not take I, I'm not taking anything away from the the action. And th- there are some commentaries that I I have noticed uh, in me being the former broadcaster yeah. myself, uh, and then doing this that the, the the commentary and I see the complaints online. You know that the commentary really will take you out of a match, and that's not my job. If I can do my commentary and I can get you excited, and you don't realize that I am there, I've done my job. And don't mind me looking at my curtains for a second, be like, <laughs> I was gonna say, now that you see it, I'm like, oh damn, he's right. Don't notice anything. Like I, I have things behind me. The, the like the backdrop looks pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, no, like it's I a, mean... it's a, it's a freaking max. My, my uh, office. Um, uh, it, my office is a, a furnished attic. Of so, course. so years ago when I first moved into this house, um, that, you know, I, I would use this for more work stuff yeah, or like, I used to have a music podcast. So I would produce up here during COVID, uh, and during the lockdowns, I would do interviews over zoom. I wanted to add a nice backdrop. 
and uh, things like that. And now it's more of an addict than anything, but <laughs> in these opportunities, I get to talk to great people like you. I, I have something nice to at least look, look. Yeah, no, I was just looking at my Curtis because I was trying to figure out that analogy. And I'm like, wow, he is totally right on the money about like, it, that is such an interesting analogy that I've, I've never heard before. And I think, right. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely there is some common in especially indie wrestling where commentary is all over the place and that right everyone has a different style. There's different styles, there's different presentations. I mean, you have the Dave Prazex of the world, you have the um Nick Manawas of the world, you have the John Mosley's of the world. Shout out most. Like you have all these different people, and it's just like sometimes like for different companies, like you want a consistent presentation. Yes. And that's something that RP like you do really well. Like your style is is straight to the point and it, it adds instead of subtracts. I think that's something that's sometimes it's a little lost in translation. Sometimes the commentary subtracts from what's and, happening. And and I'm and and it's been a learning process because I've never been trained on wrestling. I I have been, you know, I I listening to some of my old shows. I, I am not proud of some of my older shows because I was still trying to find my way, but I've always been that type of person that works better uh, in a live setting. So like uh, anything that's like live to tape or, yeah. or, or just live on IWTV, I always feel like I do better than something that we do in like post uh, post-production. Because I don't like the idea that I can do something over again. I like the idea. I like kind of the stress that you're like, it's show day, the 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 focus, you got to do this now. You only get it's one on the fly. shot and that's it's it. On the, it's on the fly. I think, so. yeah. I think sometimes the be- you get the best emotion out of it too. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like pre-existing or whatever. Like, oh, I don't have an emotional investment in it. I know, like, I know with some shows out there, pre-taped stuff, it just is necessary. Right. In a way. But, like, I do agree. I think live is better, and you really get, like, that real-time reaction. I and, and and Chris does a great job of giving me enough to work with, but not enough to that I that I know it ahead of time. And there have been plenty of times where uh, that I've been told one thing or I've been <laughs> leaning one thing or I've been just personally thinking it's going to be one way, and it's a completely other direction. And my reaction is the same reaction you're going to be seeing it live in the crowd or live when you're watching it on IWTV, wherever you are. It, it It's very exciting. It's very exciting to do what we do. It's very hard. And it's really funny you mentioned Dave Prizak because uh, uh, behind the scenes recently, I, I did another interview uh, coming up later that's okay. going to be coming out in March. And I couldn't, for the life of me, remember Dave Prizak's name. <laughs> but, and, and it drove Indy me. Indy Wrestling insane. Hall of Famer. Exactly. Exactly. And I felt like such an asshole because like (laughs) Dave Prezak is like an amazing commentator. He he literally was the voice of Ring of Honor for decades. Him and Lenny Leonard were icons. Exactly. And now he's doing stuff for GCW and he and he has a a, a lou uh you know a a slew of other people. I mean and also like he's he has a great mind for wrestling. He really is great like shit women's wrestling in the indies would not be where it is without Dave Prezak. It's insane that we we run in Berwyn Eagles, where it is a, a, a historic independent wrestling. Like anybody who's worth a damn on television, in the last has been at Berwyn Eagles has done a show at Berwyn Eagles. It's insane. Yeah. So it's like historic that we, as a deathmatch company, 
bunch of punk ass kids out of you know Toledo, Ohio, uh, gets to do stuff there. It's yeah, it's super it's rad. So it's it's incredible. Rad. I mean, I it was funny because to sidebar here, like I told day DeMonto that I had never been to a show at Berwyn Eagles until ICW announced theirs. And then of course, RPW, the double header week, the first double header weekend. Right. And yeah. I'm like, it took me this long. And then like, when you walk in and you see the, the, the eight by 10 walls, you're just like, Oh shit. Yeah. I'm really here. Like it, it hits you that first time. I know there's people who've been to Eagles, up a zillion times, you're like, ah, oh, that's just well. They run, far. they run a heck, uh, uh, a hell Schedule. of a lot of shows there. Yeah, I mean, they're they're one of the few sta- standing indie venues that has consistently stayed an indie wrestling venue. And yeah, like as a Chicago wrestling fan, like I've known like the history here. It's like for RPW to be the first deathmatch wrestling company to really cement itself consistently. Now, I mean, we're coming up on show three at Berwyn but- Eagles. Three shows at, uh, at the Burnham Eagles, and hopefully more. Knock on wood. You knock know, on wood. It, exactly. Uh, we we do well. The the owner Chuck is is a fantastic individual, and and very honored and very blessed to do it. And you know, don't get me wrong, cleaning up three deathmatch shows in a weekend at Burnham Eagles is not easy, but we we get it done, and we made that place spotless. So we're very you guys excited, did. very happy. You guys did it. Reap the rewards for it. That's yeah. what I say. I mean. And also because Chicago Deathmatch has been kind of a barren landscape. I don't know yeah. if you could tell that. It's been kind of a little hard to get Deathmatch shows because venues just keep saying no. Well, it's, 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 it's not easy. Gen- it's, it's not, not easy, easy in general. But deathmatches are 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 that, and and I get and I get it from a from a I work as a as a marketing guy uh, for for years now, and and I understand that. Going up to companies and going, hey, we're a professional wrestling company. Oh, like the stuff on television? Well, and then you kind of have to play that little song and dance and kind of <laughs> kind of like yeah. tell them a little bit what's going on. And then there's just, a lot of and just and, you know, it, we always work very hard to leave a venue better than we ever kept it. And we're very, we're very honored to be in a lot of the places that we've done our shows with. Uh, we've definitely grown over the years. I know you guys have grown lives, li- li- leaps and bounds since uh, that I first started with RPW. And and when I fr- and you know RPW was around before I jumped on. And I'm very honored and very excited to see it all grow. And now, and I really, and I really do believe that in 2024, we are going to be the company that people are going to start paying attention even more. I've always said this and I, I know, I think people somewhat believe me, but it's also somewhat don't believe me some, for some weird reason or another. I was saying this at whiteout and I said, if there is a company, a deathmatch match company on the up, it's RPW plain and simple. And for, and I think the Midwest needs to realize this, especially Chicago, yeah. because listen, like we've had GCW come through. They're not even, they're barely doing death matches here anymore. ICW on and off. No, nothing but respect for them. But if you want a consistent company, like that wants to come here and give you the best quality death matches possible, RPW is that. And you're expanding the horizons. I mean, King of the Kill was a hit last year. Great tournament. And it's only going to get better. 
King of the Kill was something else for sure. It's just the 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 vibe, the venue, the, you know the the opportunities, the bands, the the people, the food, the just like Chicago's own elbow deep. Elbow, Chicago. elbow deep. Those guys, those guys will be at Chicago. So They're I have definitely a, very excited. I have excited. a funny yeah. story about them because Randy, the vocalist, I've seen him at so many Chicago indie shows. I've seen him and his girl all the time. I had no idea who they were until we finally introduced ourselves at Whiteout. I had been going to indie shows in Chicago since 2019. Like he came to Warrior. He, I saw my freelancers. I'm all over the place, and I'm like. I see him everywhere. I've just never had the chance to introduce myself until 2023 at Whiteout in Michigan, a place, a, a state where not even neither of us are actually from. It was right. so wild, but they are so cool. Some of the sweetest guys, and they put on a hell of a show. If you've not seen Elbow Deep, shout out to them. They're they're cool dudes. If, if you've never seen Elbow Deep, go watch Whiteout. You'll you'll oh not only God. see a wrestling show, but you'll see every performance of, from uh from Elbow Deep there, and they, they are were fun. Something else for sure. Um, I I I really enjoyed them. They're 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 good cats, and uh, I'm very excited to see uh see them do more, and yeah. hopefully they'll do more with us. You know, it, it's still early. It's still end of January. We still got Gosh. stuff coming up, and. It's uh, I'm itching for a show though. I'm very I'm very excited for March. So yeah, up. let's talk about March a little bit. RPW let's presents talk about March. Animosity back at the Berwyn Eagles, March second, seven I believe it's seven p.m. start, and front row is already sold out. So shout out to everyone who bought their front rows. I'll be filming ringside. Wrestling Unicorns, who was a former guest in this very show, will be filming ringside along with me. The the party's coming back. We got to talk about this no real barbed wire. I'm assuming it's going to be the main event. I mean, Otis Cole. I, I don't know. I was sure. going to say, I was gonna say I, unless Chris Kohlenberg decides to rib me, I love you, Chris. I'm just saying this out of kindness. I'm assuming it's the main event. I, sure. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Your guess is good. It's that, a 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. doors. It's okay. Central. Okay. So we did. On, so, so we we made the Six post. Doors, central. Seven. So if you're on the Easter, if you're in Eastern Standard Time, it's uh, it's uh, six. Se- it goes on. It'll be oh, live. Okay. It'll be live on IWTV at eight o'clock. Okay, got it. Got it. Uh, okay. Eastern, Eastern, Eastern. Cent- okay. it's Central Time, and then if you're Mountain Time, I don't know. Go look up like, Google, whatever. <laughs> okay, Mountain Time, Mountain Time. GM, uh, it's it's something GMT, else. GMT, GMT. It's GMT. Um, but yeah, Otis Coger, Hardway Heater. I was I was filming that like I was entrenched, so I was praying I didn't get cut. I didn't it's expect Otis. I didn't expect Otis to have one of the gnarliest injuries I've ever seen in a deathmatch show in my life. And and Otis, Otis, Otis is something else, man. I love Otis to death. I think he is incredibly underrated. Yes. Um and I and I really hope that 2024 he starts getting some flowers. Um he works very hard. Don't get me wrong, him and Atticus together are an incredible duo, but I think a lot of people see Atticus, but I think people don't see Otis enough for what he does and the and the wrestling he does and the action he does and he and he does some insane stuff. And he, does. he he's an incredible talent. And that match with with Heater was going to be Oof. great, and then just sometimes that's the art of death match. Unfortunately, yeah. 
things get go awry, and I'm lucky that you know we had staff and everybody oh, was on yeah. the ball, and and <laughs> then we kept everything going. Like yeah, we, the show no, went on. Yeah, there was no lull in everything. So this time there there has to be a winner, there and we might as well up the stakes in a no rope barbed wire match. I believe it'll only be the second ever no rope barbed wire match in Berwyn Eagles history. Oh. One being. Robert Ego Anthony versus Mance Warner at AAW back in September. That wow. was a barbed wire. I, I wow. don't unless I am wrong, if someone wants to correct me on this, but I believe there's only been two scheduled slash confirmed no road barbed wire matches in that venue. Interesting. So um and here, like as you said, it was a war. It, it was they were stiff, they were throwing they were throwing everything but the kitchen sink. Yeah. It was going to be, it was going to be nuts and heater and heater is very, is also another one of those guys that I don't think he gets enough credit. Um, and, and and I'm very, yeah. And I'm very excited, uh, for, uh, for this match. I'm excited for a lot of, a lot of this card because this card already is shaping up to be a a way to kickstart 2024 in the world of ruthless pro. It is. And I mean, it just, it goes to show that it almost, I don't know if I want to say it's necessarily as a bad thing. I want to say it's a good thing. Like RPW kind of feels like death matches forbidden door in a way. There's matches that you see at RPW that you don't really see anywhere else. We, we, we foster an environment that, that is welcome to all. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what's on the top of the card. What the, whatever the initials the letters are. are. Yeah. We want to make a very good product. We want to. We want to have no drama. We want to. We want people that work hard and 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 does well and and wants to be here and wants to work hard for a better product and a better wrestling company. Not just not just necessarily deathmatch company. A better uh, wrestling company. It, exactly. And you guys have fostered a great environment that I'm so thankful to be a part of. That um a lot of good people are a part of, but yeah, um Otis Coger here, that's just gonna be wild. But the one that got announced, we were we're recording this today today. The day of the recording. Day of recording, this was just announced today. But BJW Superstar Akira comes back to RPW to face probably was a man who was one of the hottest commodities in the entire genre. In Doctor Redacted, I'm scared. I'm just scared. I I I am a, I'm a big Akira Mark. I'm I not gonna too. lie. I'm a big Akira Mark. I love what he's doing in MLW. I love what he's been doing in BJW. It is why I think he beat Ito in BJW. Yeah. He beat Ito. Yeah. I mean, I think I think he's an incredible talent. And and he he's been in and out a little bit in RPW. He did he did uh the you know way back in the first um uh uh um uh, oh I can't think of the the, the name of the show right off the top of my head uh Devil's Night there it is yeah, Devil's uh, Night, yeah. the the first Devil's Night he had that incredible uh death match with Tommy Vendetta yes um and then you know he went after the RPW Championship during Justin Kyle's reign at Boiling Point Two um and now we're we're seeing him return and this time he's uh, he's a different animal right he now he is the Death Fighter. And he's hot off the, the off the tails of uh, a second BJW excursion. 
Um, you know, he's going to do a lot of big stuff in, in 24, I think. But Redacted, like you said, Redacted had a hell of a 2023. Runner up at King of the Kill. Runner up the King of the Kill. But like a lot, what a lot of people could argue should have taken the whole King of the Kill. Um, yeah, you know, there was and, a, a little controversy there. And and he and, and redacted has has gained a following wherever he has gone. He is an it is an insane Tasmanian devil of of violence. And seeing these two uh, together, it's it, it really looks like it's it's a man trying to fight a tornado. And yeah. it, it's it's going to be very interesting to see a a hybrid wrestler like Akira uh, faces the almost a berserker style and redacted. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of a, a, a lot of fun, and uh, hopefully people's uh, heads on a swivel because yeah. it, it could be going everywhere. It really could. I mean, it's just both of them have been former guests on this very podcast. Both of them are friends of mine, so I myself am kind of torn on who to – but I have to be impartial because I'm filming the damn thing. You know, <laughs> I have to be impartial. You? I, I have to be – I have to make sure both of them get their their – screen time i gotta call it i gotta call it <laughs> we both are in a conundrum here um it's, it's but it's um that's that's gonna be a really good one um we also got a very interesting message today the day of recording from judge joe dread ah which yes. if, if you've not seen this pro i just need to put him over real quick because he's a former i gotta put him over real quick hold on brother but the work he's doing with these promos is top tier stuff that you don't see on the indies very much. One, two, this is just the bravado he has in them. And also, I got mad American psycho vibes from this like solo promo he did today. I akin uh, Je- Dredd's promos like uh, Eddie Kingston yes. um, in in the style that it it is it is very emotional. But while Eddie Kingston is more like in your face passion uh uh dread is is it's telling a story is is painting you a picture it's in putting you in an atmosphere to see what's going on and and it's more than just hey i'm yelling into a camera about my match it's It's cinema it is it is is very cinematic is there is a lot of a lot of love and passion putting into uh some of these little video packages some of the most creative stuff i've ever seen in deathmatch wrestling to like i know some promotions just don't want promos but i endorse them 110 percent and Joe Dredd's message, it may have been cryptic, it may have been devious, and he may have had a phone call from one Stephen Jury who we're not going to talk about in here, just saying. But they are confirmed to be coming to Chicago March 2nd. We don't know against who. All I do know is they're coming, and Judgment is, in fact, coming to Chicago. I feel bad for whoever's going to be in front of him. I think Dread is uh, someone that that really needs to put their 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 eyes and ears on. Um, uh, excuse me. A lot of you know a lot of his work was in the West Coast uh, for XPW and RPW. But RPW has been his only home on this side of the country uh, so far, and and we're very. We're very glad that he's here. We're very interested in what comes next for Dread. He's got some big he stuff. Wants. He's got yeah. some big stuff planned. I'm, I'm, I really, I really like Dread. I think he's something very unique, very interesting, 
Uh, I like the look. I kind of wish the powdered wig would come over here, but I think that might be just an XPW thing. That might just um, be, but we, we we can make a GoFundMe for it to come to RPW one of these days. I think I, I think it's all right. I think, you know, I, honestly, I think sometimes you got to change it up. Just, you know, you might be the same character, but if you change it up little bits and pieces, depending on where you're at, it makes something special. Yeah, I think so. Fans um, notice, uh, notice a lot of it. But so on to the next match, a match that I have labeled as the show stealer for this show. Oh, Schwartzy and Randy West, two people who kind of had a bit of near the end of the year, had a bit of a down year for RPW. They, but I mean, they're I still, that. well, they both lost their respective championships. They both held, they, they had the rust belt. They had the kamikaze a little, but, but it hasn't derailed them from greatness before and it won't derail them from greatness again. But they're facing a team that I absolutely adored when I first saw them in the first Chicago show, the Bruisers. This so, is show stealer written all over it. So Schwartzy and Randy, uh, you 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 have to realize that they've been in the industry for quite some time now. Yes, that um, is true. And, but I think we, I think we're we're very honored and very glad that we have given them a platform. For them to really show out, especially Randy, less than six hundred, just shy of six hundred. Yeah, I was at her. I was at her first. I I was at the show where she first won the Rust Belt. Yeah, and and you know, Schwartzy doing incredible stuff, and Schwartzy has has learned to evolve with the times and really adapt with every match, with any, with every character and version of his character uh, that he does. He's uh, very akin, very, very transformative for what he does. Um, and, and he's a very good mind as much as it's very party atmosphere right now and everything he, he has, he has an incredible mind to dive into and very, very good to talk to about everything. And, and he can, he's a fountain of information and yes, help for is. anybody. Um, the bruisers are just hungry and they, and they have to be hungry. You know, they, they have, I've seen these guys in RPW. I've seen a little bit in their stuff in flop house. I think they, they're going to, they're doing a lot more stuff and breaking out more of the yes. area for only being a couple of years uh, here, but they're there and they, they are willing to throw themselves into the fire and into fire yeah, and into seriously. barbed wire and gussets and, and, and everything. They, they are a very hungry team. So seeing these four individuals, face off is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a show stealer. I, I think the bruisers, I, ho- I hope they have a, pr- a very good 2024. I think I remember seeing them last year and boy, I was like, these dudes need to be everywhere. And, and I think again, as you've said before, we're really blessed to have Randy and Schwartzy in RPW. I think we're blessed to have the, the bruisers in RPW as well. And for them to show their craft of unbridled violence, in the form of tag team wrestling. So I'm excited for this one. Um, the next match though, um, one of the two title matches on this card so far, um, we have Hoodfoot, Mo Atlas, everyone's favorite mayor of safety town against the new, the newly named, I guess it's pretty new, the last nail Atticus Coger. So both Coger brothers will be in attendance at animosity. What do you think about this one though? 
I think this is a very interesting matchup uh, that I was not expecting. Um, I, I, you know, Atticus, it, it, let's, let's be honest. Atticus is probably one of the top deathmatch wrestlers uh, in the nation. Um, there, there are, and, and, and not only would we consider a top deathmatch wrestler, but the most like psychotic cerebral and, and, and cerebral, perfect, perfect word, cerebral. Look at the, look at a lot of the mind games he does. Look at a lot of the promos. Look at a lot of the work that he does. He is very up here. He's very psychological. He, he will hurt you not only physically, but mentally and emotionally to break you down to you to so you're just like a weeping child. That's what Atticus does. He will systematically take you and tear you apart. That's what Atticus does. Hoodfoot is probably the man in 2023, has done incredible stuff. See that man go from opening. Uh, shows and scrambles and everything to coming to the top of one of the top deathmatch wrestlers in the scene. And now he's going to be coming off of that now in 2024 in a lot of his work. He's not only won the American Deathmatch Championship, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. It, and and that, with that legacy, but now the RPW World Champion is in his grasp. And I, if I know Hoodfoot, it is not going to be very easy to take that title away from him. It, it is very interesting and in the situations that came about for him getting that championship. But the only other person to hold that title was Sam Beal. Yeah. Sam Beal and Justin Kyle. So if you're going to beat the champion for uh, between those two gentlemen, it, it, it shows that you are worth a damn. I think Hoodfoot and Atticus is going to be one of those interesting matches that I could I could kind of see down the line us running again. Yeah. Just because like, I think there will be some unfinished business. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing as much as you are, but I I'm very interested in seeing where they go with this and how they come about with this. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good way to put it. I mean, yeah, neither here nor there. Hoodfoot's legacy with the American death match belt will always be cemented, but now he has, now you can focus solely on defending that RPW World Championship. I think so, and yeah. It's it's going to be really interesting to see how Atticus approaches this because this isn't necessarily a death match per se. And we I mean, no, we we don't know where this will go. We don't know. I mean, both both those gentlemen can wrestle and can wrestle very well. Exactly. But both those men are very violent and can do violent very well. So, so we, I don't, mean, we, we don't know. We, we're going to have to find out March 2nd. You're going to find out on live on IWTV. <laughs> hey, everybody, we're on the, we're on the young dose of death in the morning. That is wonderful. Anyway, but my wow. terrible, my terrible oh, 90s radios. That was amazing. Voice. I don't know Thank what you. you're talking about. Um, Thank you. But last but not least, a match that this is the match that has my full undivided attention it is the last match that's announced so far. All of the matches have your all full undivided attention. Well, and, what are you talking about? No, but this one specifically because, <laughs> I mean, both these guys are great wrestlers. Both these guys are really at the top of their game right now. One has a belt. One is vying for a belt. I'm talking about the RPW Kamikaze Championship match between Remington Roar and Eric Dillinger. And that that just 
Wow. I, 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 I remember when the first guy announced it, it left me speechless. That was a match wow. I was like, that's one where, like, I've been dying to see this match happen. I thought it would happen at Insane 8. I thought it would happen here. I thought it would happen there. I thought it would happen anywhere. But it is happening in RPW. So both those gentlemen, really, they run in a lot of similar places. Um, uh, you know, obviously Remington Roar it was originally from Kansas, um, you know, and, and, he, and he's done a lot of stuff in that in the upper Midwest uh, uh, areas and everything. And, and, and I, Gillinger has done the same. We can't forget Remington just won the Deathmatch Gauntlet. He did. Uncharted Territory. He did. He did. He, he's been he's been showing out more and more in some other places as well. One of them being Uncharted Territory and at the the world famous H two O Wrestling Center. Yes, um, and and but I think Dill- Dillinger has something very special. He's got the that that the the ne sais quoi that 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 chutzpa, You know the the, the I love know, that. Yeah, you like the you, you like the little like the Yiddish? Yiddish? Yes, of course. Yiddish? What you call this? You call this a podcast? Hey, <laughs> um, uh, it's uh, he's got that. He's just got that 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 something that that makes you pay attention that 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 really wants you to 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 see what he can do. I mean, you see those photos of that one show he was at, he was just the church, up a balcony the church. church. That was amazing. <laughs> That's why I fucking love wrestling. Like you just get a and bunch was it, of was it like a was it like an eight-sided ring too? Six. Six. Six, okay. But it was like not a perfect hexagon. It was like oh. more of like a trapezoid. Yeah, the trapezoid it it was just like you just get set up in some of the wildest places and dudes and, and dudes are like jumping off crazy stuff and he's off a balcony there's like a photo of him mid air yes. like like just like uh, from an angel from heaven and everything so <laughs> I, I really like both these cats i i and the kamikaze championship is one of those titles that can be defended anywhere across the deathmatch scene um and and remington is 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 really somebody that i think people need to uh, uh for lack of a better term sink their teeth into yes, I agree. Carnivore. you know you saw what i was doing there right um and and diligent this is uh, technically this is not the first time Dillinger has tried to gone over the the Kamikaze Championship. The Kamikaze, his first try at the Kamikaze title was at a Flophouse show at oh, yes. Punk against yes. then champion Schwartzy. Yes, that so, is correct. So this is his second go at that championship. So who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, that that one is just pure unpredictability is the best way to put that. Because I like that. I like that. Uh, that that it's uh, it, it's something unpredictable. That, or unpredictable, and and the rest of animosity. We still we still might have some things up our sleeve. I mean, who knows what else is coming up? We still have a couple more titles that that may or may not be defended yeah. in Chicago. We don't know. It's too early to tell. But uh, you know, animosity is coming up. Uh, in March, uh, that first Saturday in March. So get your tickets now over at. There are still some great seats. There are still some great seats available. GA is always a good time. Second row is always good. And yeah, you never know who's going to come through the door. You just never know. Yeah, April second, and then and then and then I'd be remiss that we'll be a part of uh, WrestleMania week. Uh, and miasma. uh, Miasma. Or miasma. It, miasma. It is miasma. Trust I always me. said me. I was like, so when I first saw that word, I thought it was I thought it was pronounced miasma. It is not. 
It is pronounced miasma. miasma. Okay. Trust me, I am not going to mispronounce the name of the show. I'm not going to mispronounce the name of something very important. It is miasma. Yeah, that is going to be really fun. And it's the Sunday WrestleMania. They changed the time. So some of you who want to be at Mania Night 2 can still do both. Can still WrestleMania, do. hardly newer. So, yeah, you know, say, whatever. I was going to say, hardly new ye. Um, but the only match that's been announced is jo- is the Duke John Wayne Murdoch's return to an RPW mm-hmm. ring. And it's n- against none other than VJW, Freedoms. Japanese deathmatch wrestling standout Yusuke Ito in a yeah. Tokyo Towers deathmatch. And your boy, your boy is helping to sponsor King's yes, Road. King's Road is helping sponsor that match. We're really excited to be a part of that match. If there's a big fan of like fuckery, like sip, like light tubes like that, he is the fan. He's going to probably make a dowel bat for that match. He's going to do something crazy. So just be on the lookout for that. I remember the Tokyo Tower he made for the Tremont redacted match oh. at Street Trash last oh year. Oh my god! And that match was just insane, right off the rip. So that's what I'm waiting for the rematch for. I'm just saying we need Tremont redacted again. I I I need <laughs> to be I if we're gonna do that I need to be far away from everything. I'm glad that I was calling that in Jersey. I was up in the in the rafters and, and, the, and the, it, god, it, what do they it, call it again? They call the rafters I, thing is. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I forget what it's de- called. I forget what it's called, but I know what the you're porch, talking about. The porch. I don't know. I don't know what it's called. The balcony. I, yeah. All I know is I was away from anything getting flown at me, but I'm sure something. The will nest. Fly up I think there. it's called the nest. The nest. So I, 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 I was very happy that I was up at the nest, and I was nowhere near that. And even it was insane to call that, and it's going to be insane to call that again. And uh, all the people at the HGO Center to the to the helpers to the students to. People Everyone. like, uh, but like Earl Gardner, the photographer, g- giving me some the the best photos of myself that I've ever liked. <laughs> so like, um, I- I'm very excited to to be out there again. I'm very honored to be calling these action, and I just I I, I want to call more wrestling, and I want to do more, and I want to see more people, and I want people excited uh, for things and. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I love wrestling. I think wrestling I love is the wrestling raddest too. thing. And <laughs> it I really just, is. And I just, I feel like I've appreciated it more uh, now working it, and and I uh, I can I can finally just kind of turn off my brain because like I feel like too many people get too too wrapped up in the 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 behind the scenes and the armchair booking. And all that jazz and like just buy the ticket, take the damn ride. Exactly. Like just enjoy yourself. Like use that passion and anger upset for something more constructive. Like, I don't know, our country falling apart. But <laughs> exactly. Like, yes. like, why are you arguing about one company better than the other? Fucking who cares? Like, who if cares? I can turn my brain off for a couple of hours and enjoy, and enjoy yeah, exactly. Fuck yeah, let's go. I'm I'm ready. I wrestling's my real drug, to be honest. I I I, I don't drink that often. I, I I I smoke a little weed here and there, but that's about it. Um <laughs> I'm I'm really I'm I'm kind of high strung as it is. So like if I could turn my brain off and just enjoy what I have and, and enjoy it with good people, then that's all that matters to me. Yeah, I mean I, I think that is a great like stopping point of this great conversation pod because as you said, we're just all trying to enjoy wrestling here. We don't need yeah. any of the 
the armchair booking or the behind the scenes. Like, yeah, like some of us are just endeared to learn the behind the scenes, but it's just behind the scenes. It's not, we're not, a, we're not a movie. We're not a freaking multi-million dollar company or anything like that. We're just a bunch of regular people who love this shit. We're just a bunch of dudes shitting around. Like, come exactly. on, man. Like, just like enjoy yourself. Let, ease up uh, a little bit. Enjoy. Support. I, I'm really trying this year personally to to give support to those things that that bring me joy that I really enjoy. And if, if something doesn't bring me joy, I'm not going to give it energy to complain about it or anything. It is just not my jam. I I am trying to be very, you know, passionate for the things and the people and the places and the and the things that are are very enjoyable that that are positive. They're doing good work. Um and and that and only that and also like being very appreciative for the hard work that I do, the opportunities that have been given to me, you know, the, 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 the path the universe has given to me, you know, I, I, I've gone through a lot of stuff in, in my personal life. Um, uh, the last few years, um, you know, COVID was hard on everybody. Yeah. Um, this year I had to deal with uh, some stuff uh, on a personal level. And like this year, you know, I'm very, I'm very ready to just be good and 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 put that energy out there. So that that's what I'm trying to do. And I hope others can also do the same. And I hope I can help tell people's stories and help tell their tale uh for the art of wrestling they do. I think that's a great place to stop. I mean, as the great struggles always says, protect your energy. I think I don't think there's a better way to end this conversation. Um, Peapod, thank you for coming on. It's been so great. We've been, me and you have been playing this since December. So f- glad we finally got this done. And I'm so happy to have you on and call you a friend. But I do want you to plug away for yourself because I love having my guests plug everything and anything they have. So anything you have that the world should know about. Um, I mean, if you want to follow me on social media, I like Instagram the best. So follow me there. It's at Peapod on the media, P-E-A-P-O-D on the media. It's a very long word. Yeah. It works. Um, follow me there. Uh, I'm, I'm sure Lauren will tag me in, in yes, the show notes or whatever. Absolutely. So just do that. Um, follow Ruthless Pro. Follow great companies like us and, you know, like – uh, and anybody that gives you joy and everything and, you know, Hey, if, if, if a promoter is listening to this and you need another extra voice for stuff, uh, hit me up. Uh, I also do commentary. Uh, I can also do post-production. I have my own stuff. Now I have a whole setup and, uh, yeah, and I'm just very excited for wrestling in 2024. I could not say any better. Thank you so much. Peapod. It's, it was an absolute treasure to have you on here. I'll be seeing you in March very soon. March is going to be here before we all know it. I know, and, right? Uh, and um, thank you guys for listening to this great episode with my dear friend Peapod. Have a good rest of your day, night, whenever you listen to this. And as I say, protect your energy. Have a good one, guys. This has been a Countout Podcast.